Hey everybody, my name is Anita Kirkbride of Torp Communications and this is Halablab, the show for small businesses in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Join me as I talk to businesses you may be following and some you might not have heard of yet. Hear stories from local business owners like you, how they started, where they're going, and of course, since I'm a social media consultant, how they're using social media. Take a moment to subscribe right now so you don't miss an episode, whether you're listening on Facebook, YouTube, or your favorite podcast platform. Hey, Halifax. Welcome back to another episode of Halib Lab on another beautiful, probably very cold, I haven't stepped outside, Friday afternoon. So glad you're here joining us live on Facebook or catching the replay if, if uh, that's how you got here. Uh, we're almost coming to the we're coming to the end of this season of Hello Lab. We've only got March left, so we've got about five episodes left, and you'll be able to go back and catch all of the old ones and learn about all of the cool businesses that I've interviewed this year. There's close to thirty altogether, so it's a really great way to know about the new up and coming businesses in your in Halifax in your community. Um. So I don't have any more spots available for this season of Lab, but if you know you've got something big coming up in the fall, we are just starting to think about booking people for the fall season of Lab, which will start in September. So you can send us a message and put a bug in our ear that you want to talk to us in September, and we'll put you down in the calendar so we don't forget about you. And you can find us at twerp.ca. Or, sorry, you can email me at info at twerp.ca, T-W-I-R-P.ca, and uh, we'll reach out to you that way. So, uh, my guest, I'm having a bit of echoing problem today, so if I, feel, if I feel a little distracted, it's because I'm trying to deal with hearing that echo, which is coming and going. Uh, my guest today is Mike Cadden. Mike is a former product sales and marketing manager in the chemical industry. He converted to a fitness professional with a passion for helping people. A family decision to move from Caledon, Ontario, just outside of Toronto, to Nova Scotia in 2017 led to a new career path, which is nine round. Mike has always been athletic and active in life, but never really, never really fit until now. He never thought that he would be more fit in his 40s compared to his late teens and 20s, but it's true. I definitely cannot say the same about myself. Nine Round has made his family physically and mentally stronger, but they also get to help others achieve that goal, and that's awesome. So welcome to Mike today to Halib Lab. Hello, Anita, and hello, Halib Lab uh, viewers and audience. So I want to start with, you know, I mentioned this just before we started, but we always hear here in Halifax about everybody's moving away. They come here, they get educated, they go move away to somewhere where there's bigger and better jobs. But you've done the opposite. You came here from Toronto. So tell us about that decision to leave Toronto and come to the Maritime. Is it coming back? Is it coming home for you? Or was it just a move to a different place? Yeah, so completely different move to a different place. So home for me and born and raised was in Toronto. And, you know, prior to actually making the decision to move here, I'd never even been to Nova Scotia, uh, wow. which is is different, I guess, for most people. However, my wife and, and son have been here many times, mm -hmm. but uh, I just myself haven't. Uh, you know, my former life in 
management and marketing side for the chemical industry has taken me all over the world, but just not to Halifax or Nova Scotia for, for some reason. So, um, you know, part of the, the motivations, the reasons were, you know, Ontario, Toronto specifically, even though we were outside of Toronto, but it's just a super busy place. It's, mm -hmm. it's crazy. It's chaos. Uh, you know, the highways, the roads, uh, you know, I, I get a little chuckle hearing about uh, traffic stories here in Nova Scotia when the reality is they're not really traffic, but it's all relative to mm -hmm. who you are and what you're used to. But, uh, you know, it was it was chaos there. It was always on the go. You know, people people didn't have time, right? It was just no time. You're always going. And part of that was work-related, but that was just the overall society itself. So, you know, the other side of this equation, you know, Toronto and Ontario and also in BC went through a, a major housing boom where you know realty prices were uh, were skyrocketed. So we were able to take advantage of that early 2017 and utilize equity uh, there and, and come here and, and, and you know put that into a, a new lifestyle. And part of that lifestyle was just a complete change. So you know that was part of the decision which we made to, to or which we made in order to, to come here. But the other part was to get away from some of the you know, the craziness that was going on. Just overall busy, no time to, to sit back and relax. Now, having said that, opening up a couple of gyms in the meantime, <laughs> I don't think we've had much uh, rest either. But you know, a year and a half later or just over a year and a half later, don't even look back. It's it's a fantastic move. I mean, absolutely, we miss some of our friends and family. Well, we miss our friends and family. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, the people, the reception we've received since moving here, not only in the neighborhood, but certainly with the gym and the community surrounding the gym has been has been fantastic. It, it kind of reminds me of what it was like growing up in Ontario, where people did have more time and were able to, you know, spend time and talk to you, get to know you a little bit better, whereas... Now it just seems everyone is so busy that, uh, you know, it, don't get me wrong, it's, it, people do make time, but it's just, it seems a little bit less in Ontario where it's here. It's, it, it feels more like, you know, certainly when I was growing up. I often look back to growing up. I grew up in a very small town in New Brunswick, Florenceville. Lots of people have heard of it, but I, I grew up there. And, you know, you couldn't go anywhere without knowing somebody. You walk into the grocery store, you knew everybody in the grocery store. You go to get gas, you knew everybody at the gas station and, and so on. Everybody knew everybody's business. I actually miss that about Halifax because I don't feel like it's the same thing here. But you're kind of feeling it's, uh, it's a, it's a closer-knit community than what you're used to. Yeah. So I'll say to you is, is that... You know, we've experienced a, it, it almost feels like a small community comparatively speaking, mm -hmm. where, you know, the degrees of separation, you know, maybe in Toronto, maybe it's, it's three or four. Here, I find one or two mm -hmm. of separation. And, you know, so if you think that you've lost touch with the community here in Halifax, don't ever go to Toronto because, you know, it, it's just, again, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just very, very different. You know, we've had neighbors in, you know, former relatively big cities that, you know, two doors down, in the three years that we lived there, we didn't know who they were. And and they didn't know who we were. And it wasn't because we weren't friendly or didn't say, you know, hi, waving in the driveway. There was just no time. Mm -hmm. Whereas here, you know, within moving, we, we knew a 
everyone on our street within the first massive month and a half. And you know, as we grow the gym and build the business, that's that's growing exponentially as well. So that part's yeah, I think it depends on what part of Halifax we move to. I've lived in this I've lived in this same house for twenty years and I don't know one neighbor at all. And the other neighbor I only know their son's name. Wow. <laughs> so I don't know. And they've lived here almost the whole twenty years too. At least I know their son's name. Um so I guess that maybe that says more about me and my antisocial tendencies than anything else. <laughs> No, I mean, I think everyone's different, and it's not necessarily, you know, a, a must where you have to get to know all of your neighbors. It's just a, you know, I, I liken it a comparison to us and, you know, what we're familiar with. Now. Okay, so that's how you got here. So did you come to, did you come to Nova Scotia with the idea you were going to open a gym, or did you just move here and then figure it out? So it was a small inkling, I suppose, in, in the back of our minds prior to moving here. But it wasn't a formality or it wasn't set in stone until we actually got here. Mm-hmm. So we bought in May of 2017 and we didn't move here until August of 2017. So, you know, prior to us moving, you know, there was there was considerations, you know, what was going to change. And part of that was a lifestyle change from my former position, my former life. And, you know, with that it was, well, what we're, what are we going to do? Am I just going to come here? And am I going to try and find a new job in a similar industry? Uh, and, and then it became, well, what if? So Nine Round itself, and you know, without going too deep into Nine Round just yet, but is, is a global business. It's a global franchise business uh, headquartered out of Greenville, South Carolina. So my wife, Krista, she belonged to Nine Round in our former hometown. So she was already familiar with the business, the brand, you know, not the depths of the business, but at least how the operation ran. So, you know, she did a quick search. Is there a nine round location in Nova Scotia? There's not. So what if? So it, it became a consideration, but not necessarily that's why we're moving. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly as the process started to, you know, to move forward, then you know, the consideration became more and more. So we did get here in August, and it wasn't until October that that decision actually was made to, to start the business and to pursue as a, uh, as a local business. So, okay, so you decide to start a gym, and you, you're, you're picking brands that you know. What is it about Nine Round? Tell us about Nine Round. How is it different from all the other gyms out there? Right. So the one, there's four main key that we like to, to, to use as our differentiation. This is not to take away from any other gyms or any other brands. It's, it's what we feel separates us from the other brands. So, number one, the trainers. So, people such as myself and the other trainers we have on staff, they're always included as part of your membership. So, it's not you know paying a base rate and then having to pay extra to have that trainer assist you on, a, you know, on, a, on every single visit that you're there. We're always included. There's never any class times. So when you're when we're as long as we're open, you come in and within three minutes you're going to start, right? As long as you're ready to go. So you know one thing that people have always struggled with in standard gyms is going to different classes, but those classes are always set at you know 
five thirty, six, six thirty, or whatever time of the day that they start. The problem is, you know, with weather, with traffic, with obligations, family, work, whatever they might be, is is sometimes you can't get there right at five o'clock or six mm-hmm. o'clock or twelve o'clock or again, whatever time that class starts. And, you know, even if you do get there and you're a few minutes late, well, sometimes they won't let you start or you go in or now you've missed out on part of that session, whatever that might be. So you're paying for that session, or it might even be included as part of the membership, but you know, you're not able to take full utilization of it. Whereas with mm-hmm. us, you know, whenever you start, you start, and you're going to get that 30 minutes every single time. Mm-hmm. So um, the workouts we do are changing every single day, right? So they're not the same repetitive. So you don't know what to expect every single time. The equipment itself is the same. Most of the fundamentals of what we do is the same, but it's the combinations and how we have to execute them that change every single day. So it's variation. You're never going to plateau. You're never going to, you know, have to go in and, and dread knowing what you're going to do for that single day. So those are the three big ones. But overall, you get a full 30-minute workout and it's a full body every single time you come in. So that's the four main points that we feel differentiate us from the standard. But those are those are the you know the gym terminology pieces that separate us. But the number one reason what sets us apart is community. Is we I can tell you that between the two locations that we have currently, I know every single person's name. I know a little bit about them, right? I know what their limitations are, what their what most of their goals are. You know, we don't pry into people's lives, but we personalize it. So you walk through the door. Hi Anita, welcome back to Nine Rounds. Great to have you. You know, how was uh, your trip, your ski trip yesterday or, you know, last week when you were away? Let's get you started. Let's get you going. I know that maybe, okay, you have a shoulder injury or you might have, you know, a specific limitation. So we work around that, modify based on what you're physically capable of doing. But we don't push past what you're physically capable of doing, right? We try and push past the mental barrier, right? The mental barrier being, well, a lot of people come in, and especially from a boxing and kickboxing perspective, they look around and they say, I can't do that. The reality is, you can't do that. You may not get it today. You may not get it next week. You may not even get it next month, but you will get it. Over time, with consistency, you will get it. And that's what we're there to do, is, is to support that growth, right? So it's being able to do what you couldn't do yesterday, but now do today or tomorrow. How do you get people over the mental stumbling block of getting to the gym in the first place? That's what, I'll be honest, that's my problem. I just can't get to the gym. Yeah. So that is by far the biggest struggle, not only for us, but but for any gym, really, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Ultimately, you have to make the commitment and walk through the doors. But where we're different is once you walk through that door, we take care of everything else. Right? You don't have to think about what exercises you're going to do. You don't have to think about what music's going to be playing. You don't have to think about anything. You just get to come in and punch and kick stuff. So the mm, flip side sounds good. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's a great de-stress. I think it's a great way to, to spend uh, 30 minutes. But you're right, getting through that door or getting yourself motivated to get here, that's a whole different story. But that's where you come into the equation, right? That's where social media comes into for us and you know we know people are connected we know people are connected whether it's facebook or instagram and twitter or you know 
than any of the other platforms. So we use that social media in order to, to help let them know that we're here, that we're thinking about them, and that, you know, help them overcome some of those mental Right. So one of the things I like about your social media is that you you're you're showing you're showcasing some of your clients, and I hate to use this term because I, everybody's a regular person, but they're regular people, right? They're not. I could envision myself being at your gym because of the people that you're showing who are there, as opposed to some gyms who are showing bodybuilders. Or some gyms who, you know, who are really focusing on bodybuilders who are in competitions. Or other gyms who are focusing on marathon runners who are super, super slim. I can't, I can't relate to those people, but I can relate to the people that I see on your social media. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're interested in going. Yeah, but we'll have to get you in to, to get to go through a trial run. I knew that was going to happen. Right? Well, listen, I, I have thought about it. I have, yes. Well, you know, we're not a high-pressure uh, fitness business, not at all. You know, we are family-owned, right, as an individual franchise. Uh, you know, the people that we hire that work with us are, are, are told very specifically, you know, we're not in here to high-pressure join with us. We want them to join for all the right reasons, fitness side but we want to do it with their terms in mind and help them achieve those goals. Um, you know, as, as far as the demographics of who we cater to, 75% uh, women. Now, as a global business, nine round, it's more like 70% women, but us specifically in Halifax and Nova Scotia here, we are 70% uh, male. But of that demographic, you know, most, most people have, you know, beginner to intermediate experience with, with fitness, right? So some have never worked out before. Some have never put on, you know, a boxing glove or, or you know, let alone even run in a treadmill, let alone. So they're new to, to fitness, but they're looking to get in shape and they're looking to do it in a community environment. And, and that's really what, you know, we focus on. We focus on developing that relationship with people and helping them achieve that goal. You know, the... The overall uh, perception is that you have to be fit to do something like this. The reality is all fitness levels, right? As I just mentioned, it can, you can be a beginner and never done any type of fitness, let alone boxing or kickboxing. We'll start, we'll start off slow, and we'll help build you up. The flip side of that, though, is we can work with high-level athletes. And, you know, at our Fall River location, I'm very happy to say and announce um, that it was just it was just released last week is that we did part of the training for uh, the Halifax Wanderers. One of their new signing uh, kids, he's seventeen year old uh, Scott Scott Firth, just signed with the Halifax Wanderers, and we work with him. We work with him on a weekly basis, and you know, even him with the high level of athleticism that he already had, we took him to new heights, helped him build some core strength, some additional stamina aerobic uh, capacity so again intermediate basic all the way to a high level um, athlete you know as far as uh, standard gyms bodybuilding you know if people come in and, and they inquire about body, bodybuilding we're not the right gym we're not the right fitness business for them if you're looking for long muscle right 
knee muscle development similar to what you would see from a boxer or a kickboxer or an MMA fighter, that's what we do. It's high intensity, it's aerobic-based fitness, right? And I, when I say aerobic, and I like to make a joke about it, I'm not talking about Bonda type aerobics, <laughs> right? Aerobics is actually a scientific term, but we focus on the high intensity, right? It's why 30 minutes works. You know, you don't have to go to a skate gym and spend two hours of your time a day to, to get what you need from a fitness perspective. Now, there are certain reasons why you would go and do that. Bodybuilding is one of them. But from, a, from an aerobic perspective, from an overall fitness perspective, 30 minutes is more than enough. Uh, 30 minutes at a high intensity, right, where we keep you moving the entire time, that's more than enough. And I can guarantee you, whether you're a beginner, intermediate, or highly advanced, we will make sure that you're sweating uh, before you leave in just a short 30 minutes. Well, you know, it wouldn't take much for some of us to put up a sweat. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, and, and just tell us, we can see in the background, so without moving too much because of the microphone issue, just tell us how that works. Like, I can see a number two and a number three. I can see a a, a bet app. Uh, punching bag, hanging there. So tell us about your system a little bit, and then we'll move on to social media. Sure. So nine rounds has essentially nine different stations, nine different rounds, right? And it's kind of meant to simulate what a boxing experience would be. So nine different stations. The initial first station is a warm-up station. We typically like to start with jump rope, but the reality is, is you can start at any one of our nine stations, and it's a self-moderated type of warm-up. Right? So you're not going all out on that first round. You're starting to build up that heart rate, right? starting to build up loosen the muscles. And then we move on to a second round, which in our case, our round number two, is, is it, it has some light dumbbells, right? but the highest dumbbell weight we have is 30 pounds. So again, we're not looking at that bodybuilding type experience. But again, it's trying to use different muscle groups in order to warm up the body. And then we move into more of a boxing style. It's called a double-end bag where it's about speed and agility and hand-eye coordination. So, you know, we're not looking at it as necessarily hitting things hard all the time. Part of it is the mental aspect, right? So it's hand-eye coordination, speed and agility, moving back and forth. The, the double-end bag is a tough one. It takes most people typically about a month to get somewhat familiar with it as it moves in all directions. But again, that's part of that hand-eye coordination. And then we move on to the heavy bag, which you see right back here. And so we have two of those, rounds four and six. And those are used for your general boxing, kickboxing, punching, kicking, all kinds of different kicking, whether front kick, round, side kicks, etc. Uh, in between, uh, we have round five. It's a wrecking ball. It's not Miley Cyrus version of the wrecking <laughs> ball, mind you. Throw that, uh, that joke out there. But we use that, again, for different uh, different. Uh, uppercuts, shin kicks, different kinds of kicks, different kinds of punches, elbows. So we're activating the full body through these movements. But these movements aren't you know, long, drawn out, hard punches. So the movements are quick, right? They're going to create um, a shock absorption through the body, uh, or a contraction, if you will, which helps to create a long muscle. You know, without going all into the, the highly technical science side of things. Mm -hmm. And then we have a speed bag, we have a horizontal bag, and then it's a, a very core-specific uh, station, which is our ninth round. But overall, it's it's you know it's a great 
uh, way to involve the entire body. And at the same time, you know, one of the best comments that we get most of the time is just relieving stress is punching and kicking things, right? It's getting the picture of whoever you don't like that day. Uh, whoever that might be, and you always throw little jokes in there, but whoever you don't like for that day, or that guy that cut you off on the road, or whatever, put them, put their picture on the bag, and then you just take it out on them. And it's a great way to let it go, you know, especially after a long day. Or, you know, in some cases, getting up early in the morning and just getting that fire started, right? Getting that metabolism fired up and letting it go. Mm. So well, nine I mean, different stations, that's, that's it. Yeah, nine stations. It does sound, at least, it, you know, it sounds like you wouldn't ever get bored because it's always different. Yeah. And I think that's part of the problem. That's part of my issue with the gym is it gets boring after a while doing the yeah. same thing over and over and over. Yeah, and, and you know, and I belong to the other gym. And again, I don't want to take away from those sure. gyms because they have their specific, you know, unique abilities to do things with those people. But it's not for everybody. And the reality is, is nor is our gym, right? nor is our fitness business. It's not for everybody. But, you know, from an overall fitness perspective, everyone can do it. No different than a regular gym, right? Um, the difference being that with us, you just don't have to think about things, right? And that's what I struggle with with a normal gym. And going is, A, it's motivation. It's people being there to guide me, to help me. Uh, but on top of that, it's what I want to do. Know what am I exercising? What physical piece of my body am I going to exercise? Then? What music do I want to listen to? It's you know, it's all of these factors where we try and take all of that away, right, and provide all that for you. And so, and you always have a trainer there too, right? So if people don't know the proper technique or they can't remember how to do something, there's somebody there always to show them. Always, as a bare minimum, there's always at least one person here. Uh, and, and sometimes there's two, sometimes there's three of us. It depends on the time of day. And then, you know, the more people that we have at any given time, we, you know, we want to make sure that we're providing that attention. So, you know, every single time that you do come with us, right, to, to do a workout is at least one round, you work directly with us. Meaning we do hand pads, we do tie pads, uh, just a, form of, a different form of pad, uh, kick shields. So we work, interact with you directly one on one. And that's assuming it's a full gym and that it's, it's full capacity. But, you know, the reality is most times people come, there's one or two or maybe three people in here. And so we're interacting with you nonstop almost every single round, right? It may be for small little snippets, but we're always interacting, helping you to improve the form, the technique, right? Especially, you know, with punching and kickboxing. I mean, we're never going to let anybody do anything that, that's going to hurt themselves. but you know, sometimes when we start honing the technique, right, when we start perfecting that technique, you're able to get more and more out of it, right? So you're able to put more intensity, more power into it. In turn, your body is more of a benefit from it. Okay, so let's switch gears a little bit and talk about social media. You guys are on social media. You've got two Twitters and two Instagrams and two Facebook pages, one for each of your locations. And just in case we didn't say it clearly, you've got Fall River and Clayton Park. Those are the two locations currently, right? Correct. Correct. So anybody who's listening, if you look up Nine Round Halifax, you'll probably find those two locations on all of the platforms. So tell me about how, how is social media helping your business? You're new to town. You had to start from scratch. 
have to assume social media was a big part of getting going. Yeah, yeah. So let me add to that. Not only new to town, but new to Facebook, new to Instagram, and new to Twitter. Uh, I, I did not participate in, in any of the platforms in any way, which way. So it was it was complete learning from, from the ground up um, in order to, to launch the business. So yes, we do rely heavily on social media as uh, a great way to promote and to help people see who we are kind of from the outside in, uh, that looking glass. So, you know, our primary pieces would be definitely Instagram and Facebook uh, with, with kind of a, I'm working on getting better at Twitter, but uh, man, it's, it's uh, social media is my third job. Mm-hmm. So the first job itself is, is the training, is the being directly involved with Nine Round on a day-to-day basis at either location. Uh, the second job I mean, is the administrative side of, of running a business. And the third part is, is definitely social media um, with, with um, you know, making sure that people understand that it's not just a business trying to, to sell you something. We're trying to sell you a lifestyle. And the net benefactor is you. Right, we get the satisfaction of, of meeting new people and helping people on their journey, but ultimately you reap the entire benefit of, of you know whether it's our business or any other fitness business out there. Yeah. So, so okay, so having come to it fresh with no real Twitter, Facebook, Instagram experience, what would you say was your biggest learning curve? What was the one thing that surprised you the most about social media when you started using it for the business? Uh, biggest learn curve is business manager for Facebook. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's all I can say is just wow. It's, yeah. Uh, and I, and I, I think that I'm okay at it now, but certainly not an expert. Um, you know, I, I think I'm, I'm good enough to say that I'm, uh, the saying in there, and I'm horrible at metaphors, but good enough to be dangerous, but that's about it. Um, well, business manager, so the group of social media managers that I hang out with and rant with and vent with and so on, we all hate business manager. <laughs> so for anybody who's listening, who you're going, what's business manager? It's a whole separate system within Facebook that allows you to manage, um, if you if you're part of a franchise often, such as Nine Round, they will give you a Facebook page that is part of their franchise system. And it's all part of this big integrated Facebook manager thing. And it's a bear. There's no other way to put it. It's not a fun system to use. So I can understand why that was um, a big learning curve for you. Yeah. Uh, You know, I think I I really, I'll say, you know, favorite is, is Instagram. Because it's it, it's it's lighthearted, it's fun, it's meant to be in the moment. Um, you know, maybe a little bit on the advertising side, but more so just you know showing people a day in the life of, or or thirty minutes in the life of what we do and how we interact. Um, you know, we try and make it all as or as much about the members as possible, right? Showing that we are real, that you know we're not using uh, you know these these images that are created by professionals most of if not all of what you see on our on our you know our pages our social media pages is all you know is us right it's our members whether it's one location or another um, you know 
nine round does provide us with some material that at times we use, but for the most part, I try and keep it very specific to our local businesses so that people can directly relate. So that you know, when you walk through the door and what you saw on social media is what you see when you actually get there. Mm -hmm. I think that's so important versus, you know, it's the bait and switch, right? Oh, this is what you show on, on social media, but when you actually get to wherever you're going, it's what it's right. So, okay, so my last question for you today is, and, and this should be interesting coming from somebody who started from scratch with not a lot of uh, social media experience. What, if, if there's somebody out there who's listening and they're starting a business and maybe they're like you, they've never had any interest in social media before, what would you tell them? What's your number one tip you would give them to encourage them to jump into the social media for their business? Right. Uh... I mean, it's, it's today now more than ever. And I mean, I still come from part of an era where the yellow pages were a thing, which I still understand they are, which is very confusing to me. But although definitely a dying, dying piece. But, you know, it, it's brand recognition, right? It's making sure that, you know, when, when, and I don't know, I'm sure you have the numbers where, you know, what kind of uh, percentage of people are participating in social media and on different platforms. You know, if we're going after you know, seventy percent women, right? We need to know where they're going to be and how they're interacting. And we know that that's Facebook. We know that for the most part, that's Facebook specifically that demographic, but definitely Instagram. But you know, and I want to throw a little plug in there and say that one big thing that helped me was we started out with one member, Mary Jane Fox, uh, the phone lady, who helped introduce me to social media even further within the Nova Scotia and specifically Halifax area where I attended uh, social media day last year 2018 where I first met you and you know many other people and man I was overwhelmed that day super duper <laughs> overwhelmed in but a I good way a, in a good way absolutely but I asked a lot of questions and, and you know I, I trialed and I explored and trialed and made mistakes and deleted 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 but, you know, definitely trial and exploration, uh, asking a lot of questions. Um, you know, we haven't ventured too far out into, call it the agency or the, um, the outside help um, for a whole bunch of different reasons. Uh, I guess that comes down to what your competency level is. But there's a whole wealth of knowledge out there, right, for people uh, to, to help you kind of navigate the social media uh, wonderland, if you will. I think you could change that word there a few times depending on what we're talking about. But mm -hmm. there's a lot of people out there, and you're one of those that have, that have definitely helped me, right, in, in understanding what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, how we can improve. And some of those things, some of those things are still in the pipeline. Mm -hmm. uh, can't, can't change everything right at the beginning. Right. You know, an ongoing process. So it's it's. Definitely invest in the knowledge side of things. Do your research, explore, trial by error. Uh, not in a negative sense, right? It's just you got to get out there and try and, and build a brand, right? It doesn't matter whether it's a, a global or national franchise or if you just start as an individual or operator whatever business you need to start. So it's just putting yourself out there. Awesome. 
Okay, well, I think that's all the time we have today. Thanks for joining me and telling us about Nine Round. It does look like a really interesting, cool, different type of, I, ha I hesitate to call it a gym. Do you call it a gym? Or yeah, I mean, it definitely falls into a gym category, but I think it's more like a, a boutique or specialized fitness. Yeah. It is a better descriptor for it uh, versus just overall gym. Um, yeah. But and everyone has a different classification. Absolutely. And I, I, um, yeah, when I think about joining a gym, I think about all the things that you told me today that make it different, that, the, you know, there's a trainer right there because motivation is tough for a lot of people, especially starting out. So to know that there's a trainer right there who's going to be encouraging me to keep going and get through the workout, that's definitely a plus. The variety and the stress. I mean, yeah, there's there's always stress to get out. So that all, it all sounds good. So one of these days, I will come and give it a try. <laughs> yeah, no, no, and no pressure there whatsoever. I mean, oh, no. Again, it's, it's, it's meant to be a little bit of fun at the same time, right? It's going to be work, and it always is work. We're going to make you work. But you know, we're going to have a little fun while we do it, too. And, sure. and that's that's it, that's what makes it all one way fun, right? It's, it's about that fun factor. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for joining me today, Mike, and uh, talking about nine round. And thanks for everybody who is listening in or who's catching this on the replay. And if you're catching this on the podcast, you have a few opportunities to join us live left in uh, March. We've got the. Four, I don't know if it's four or five weeks in, in March, but we've got episodes for all of the weeks in March where you can catch us live on Facebook Friday afternoons at 1.30 on the Twerk Communications page. And we'd love to have you join us there so you can interact with our guests and ask questions and let us know what you're thinking. Um, and I will see you guys next week with a surprise guest again next week. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Mike. And uh, stay social, everybody. Thanks for listening this week. You can catch the Halablab live every Friday at 1.30 p.m. Atlantic, 12.30 p.m. Eastern on the Twerk Communications Facebook page or catch the replay on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. You can go to twerk.ca for links to everything we mentioned in this episode. And while you're there, you'll probably want to grab one of the freebies available to help small businesses manage their own social media marketing. If you run a small business in the Halifax area and you'd like to be featured on Halablab, we would love to hear from you. Drop us a line at info at twerp.ca. That's info at twirp.ca. Talk to you next week.